this mouth? Yeah, point it right towards your mouth. Okay. You hear yourself? No. I can hear you. I I guess, yeah, I can hear me. Here, take this one. What am I supposed to hear? Talk right into it. I can hear me. I could hear me with that one if that's what I'm supposed to hear. Yeah, no, this sounds, I can talk into this one better. I'm a professional. Oh, Careful wow. with the equipment, Nancy. Jesus. Good for you. Jesus. We're out here sitting in your Gettio. Yeah. You put this all together yourself, huh? I did. Up here on the north side of I Syracuse. Did. On the north side. What's it like to have your daughters out of your house? You have a whole house to yourself. They're not out, totally. <laughs> obviously. And the attic is full of <laughs> mementos of theirs. Of mine as well that you want me to get rid I of. Said theirs. You want me to get rid of all my stuff so yeah. you can make room for more of your tchotchkes. No, I'm going to get my rid of my stuff, but you need to get rid of your stuff, too. I don't... Oh. Eyebrows. Why you get your eyebrows on the top of your head there? I don't want to get rid of my stuff. I want to clean off all my strawberry shortcake toys and reminisce. Well, that's okay, but, you know, when you talk about, Mom, you got a lot of stuff you got to throw out. A lot of that stuff is yours and your sister's. Well, I don't want to throw that stuff away. I just want to throw all your stuff away. How many pairs of sneakers and sweatshirts oh. do you suppose we've got hanging around? You should talk. You have a whole closet of shoes. I actually helped you put your shoes in a closet. I got rid of a lot of my shoes. You got rid of shoes that we could have sold on eBay. I know, but you didn't help me, and I'm no oh. I'm not patient with that. I don't know how to do that. Oh God, I'm such a terrible daughter. You I'm no are. I'm no help. Yep. Although where's this like list of chores you had for me? You had a whole list of chores. Well, you've been busy. I didn't want to stress you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Dad today drove me nuts. Trying to do the audition. I was like, Dad, I gotta work on this. And he's like, Jess, where are you, where are you gonna go this weekend? You on the road, babe? I was like, Dad, I just I just need a minute just working on this. Can you just not talk? God, was he that talkative in your marriage? He can't not talk, no. no. He's chatty. Well, I... Was he that chatty when you guys were married? I don't think he remembers that he's talking. <laughs> Mom! No. His uh, no, memory is never shot. chatty. He was never chatty. No? No. Now he's like a little chatty Kathy. He's a little social bird. I know, but I think he's lonely. He loves it when you're home and you spend here. time with him. I just don't like him here all the time. But His house literally looks like a flop house that got like a remake with 50 bucks. It's not. It's like someone kind of vacuumed and just moved a chair over the blood stain. That's what his apartment is like. Not that there's a blood stain in his house, but I'm just saying it's not very... That's why he comes here to hang out. Mm. But he mm. comes here when I'm not around. Not that much, though. No. Really? I mean, I invite him occasionally. How long were you Once guys? a week, I invite him to come over for dinner with Bob and I, but... How long were you married? I always forget. 15 years. That's a pretty long time. A pretty long time. Yeah. I mean, you got us out of that whole deal. You lucked out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you pretty much won the lottery with Emily and you I. You think so? Yeah. Especially now that Emily's given you a second grandchild. Maybe. Yeah. Could what be do you mean, true. maybe? Here's Bob. Bob peep, peeped He looked his head at up. us and turned around and walked back in. <laughs> We just like Bob is outnumbered in this house. Well, yeah, but you really lucked out. Emily's given you another grandchild. What's he yes, saying? Yes, I know. I'm very excited about that. Does it make you feel old to be a grandmother? No. It what it makes me feel is that I won't. I won't live long enough. You're gonna make me cry this early on. <laughs> Jesus, Mom! <laughs> that I won't... Well, I'm 70 uh, in a few months. 
And I just don't think I'm going to live long enough to be able to enjoy them and for them to be able to really know me. But you will. You're at the gym now. Your dog's bark collar just went off. (laughs) Here I am tearing up about you dying and then Lula barks and it goes. (laughs) You will, though. You'll you'll you'll. You're going to the gym now. Is that why you're going to the gym to be healthy for the babies? No. Are you trying to pick up men? I started going to the gym to be healthy for myself. There was no baby in mind then. That's true. Emily wasn't even pregnant when you started to do squats. I decided when I retired that a routine, a daily routine, or... You're pretty good. At least four or five times a week of going to the gym for 45 minutes to an hour was healthy for me. And it was a good habit to get into. It is a good habit, but like... So you're worried you're not going to live long enough. Well, what was that your first thought when Emily was pregnant the first time? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like when it, when you found out Emily was pregnant the first time, what did you think? I was just thrilled. You were happy. Very happy. Did it feel like you were entering in? Did, like for you were happy for her, but for you, did it feel like you were entering into another era in your life? No, not really. Um. I loved and have loved being a mother so much that that's what I wanted for my daughters. I wanted them to have the experience of being a mother. I don't know if I'll have and that. And having children. You may not. You have your dogs. Do you think I'll regret it? It might be similar. I don't I don't think that you will. And if you, it, and if you do regret not having children, then you'll regret it. But, but maybe John Hamm will show up. Maybe he will. <laughs> What's the best thing about being a mom? Like when you became a mom, what was the, like if you, looking back on the whole scenario, what was the greatest and what, what was the best and the, and the worst part of it? I mean, um, not, you're not done. I mean, you're stuck. You're done. You're never done. Yeah. You're never done being a mom. Um, Lucky for you. The best part of it was that I think that you experience having this little person in your life that you cannot imagine once they're born you can't imagine them not being in your world are you gonna cry again mom yeah, maybe <laughs> you're asking me tough questions god i said never wanted you brats in the first place is that what you want me to say no never meant to get pregnant i couldn't believe i got pregnant and here i am you can't imagine you never like once you have them you can't even imagine you them not being can't there even imagine them not being in your life you can't you can't you can't imagine me not in your life nope. as much as i drive you nuts yeah, well, we're going to have to talk about the kitchen <laughs> counters, but... Oh. <laughs> so that's the best part. You get this whole human that you... You get this whole other person that is part of you, part of your genes, part of your family. Do you feel the bond right away? Uh, Yeah, I did. I, I did. We're bonded. We are bonded. We're, we're pretty tight-knit. I mean, I look at my friends and their families... And Emily, even though we bitch about you guys, we say we have it. Lo- we're pretty lucky, because wait a minute, you bitch about us. I mean, off the record, sure. I'm you bitched to us to our face. Emily and I do it behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Em. <laughs> That's what the best part by having a sister. You get to go, Jesus Christ. But you know, I I can't. Yeah, I guess it is pretty cool. You get this like little. Especially with girls, like being a mom and having girls. Do you wish you had a son? 
that an experience you wished? You know, I never, I never thought of myself as the mother of a son. I never did. And I did have um, a dream when I was pregnant with Emily. That she was born an orangutan. No. Well, that was one dream. But an- <laughs> another one was that she was cute. And turns out she was born an orangutan. She was an orangutan. No, the other dream was um, that I was in the hospital, had Emily, and we we were there for like, I don't know, six months. Wait, hit and my face. You got to smack me. Why? I feel like I'm getting high. Just smack my face. Hard. Okay. All right. There we go. Good. Sorry you had to hit me in the face. I was, uh, Emily was about six months old and your father never came to bring us home from the hospital because in my dream, he really wanted his son. <laughs> he wanted his son in his dream? No, he, in my dream, he really he wanted to come to bring us home because he wanted his son oh. and Emily was not his son. Oh, man. Because he already had two daughters. Right. Right. But, but anyway. he, I, th- I think dad is a, he seems like a dad for girls. Yeah, I think he's a good dad for girls. I don't yeah. think he's a dad for boys. I would have, I would have probably been a great mom for boys, but I would not have encouraged them to be um, macho and sports and stuff. So, yeah, you wouldn't have probably not. Even though Emily and I were sporty, I know, and I we I, were good. I couldn't figure out how the hell that happened. We were but. very, we're very athletic. Yeah, I mean, shit. We can go for hours, you know. We're out there just playing basketball. Well, you're not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I was good at it, though. You were good at halftime. I really wasn't good at basketball. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. No, you really weren't good at basketball. I mean, I used to do those little halftime shows. Your little dancing numbers. My little stupid numbers in that, the middle of the... That people liked, but that was not basketball. It wasn't basketball. But you supported. You were there. That's why Emily and I were like, you know... We have good parents. We're lucky. We it could be worse, but like you were there, tried to be. Dad was there. You know, right? Mm, yep. N- now you're worried about not being there. Yeah. Well, I'm like I said. It's it's just a difference in generations. What do you mean? Well, I was older when I had Emily. Yeah. And Emily was even older than that when she had Elliot. So normally, every 20 years, I mean, that's, that's, you know, 20. There's always a baby that's born? Another generation that comes along. So, um, because I was 30 when I had her, and she waited until 39, 38. It is late. It makes me i was an older mom at least by 10 years 10 years older than all your friends most of the moms that were in emily's age group and did your you age feel group. any like did you get any shit from them for being an older no, mom i don't think they ever realized that i was older than them and how does, does that affect you like what how did that affect you physiologically it doesn't affect me physiologically in any way i just it affects me with the knowledge that i'm not going to be around 
for all of this, the exciting things in their lives. But you're here for the, I mean, you're here for their birth. That's pretty freaking exciting. That's one of the reasons it's why very I exciting. came all the way cross country because I missed Elliot's birth in the first place. It's very exciting. You know, and here comes a little girl. Now she's got a little girl. So you're here for that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you saw Elliot's first steps, mm-hmm. his, his damn s- stubborn outburst that he has. That stubbornness is genetic. <laughs> He's just too get damn cute. He is so cute. And now you're a grandma. That's yep. got to be pretty cool. Most people don't even, not most people, but a lot of people probably don't even get that luxury. You got to, as a mother, you got to smack your daughter in the face, which is, and I asked you to, so you probably feel lucky about I that. Know, I said you were asking for that. Yeah. Sometimes you just do it off the r- record. Sometimes weed hits you and you got to sla- slap the THC out of your body a little bit, mom. You know. No, I don't. It's a stabilizer. <laughs> It's like when you have a glass of wine and sometimes you ask me to smack it out of your hand. I never asked you to smack it out of my hand. That's true. Once. Never once. I would never do that. Never once. No, never. So now as a grandmother, what do you look forward to? I mean, you're scared of not being there for everything, but what are you looking forward to? I'm not scared. You know, I think about not being here, but you can't, I don't dwell on that because like that's just too negative and you can't control it anyway. So that's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. I, I... I will be here as long as I can be here, and I look forward to being able to be, I mean, they don't have any other grandmother. I'm it. Well, that's kind of why I want to do this podcast. I hate to break you. (laughs) The bad news. There isn't any other grandmother. But there's another lady that we've been looking at. Uh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What a great service to provide. The, the nanny replacement service. Oh, did you guys call the the NRS? It's not nanny. Nana. I'm mammy. Okay, so mammy. The mammy replacement service. The MRS. We're going to give the MRS a call. See what other models they have lined up. You know? Oh, okay. I don't know if they're going to have somebody who can beat your grandma capabilities. Besides, have someone younger. I don't want someone younger. Some little. Younger and able to run up and down the stairs. and. You're on the treadmill, though. You're doing it. around. Chase them in the yard. You'll be able to do that. You will. Scare them around the corners. <laughs> I mean, to be a kid where being scared is fun. Because when you're an adult, you, that's the one thing you wake up, you're scared about it every day of just being scared. That's like one of your fears. Because you realize the truth about everything out there. I know. It's only when you're a kid that being scared <laughs> is fun. It's true. They are and like... that you laugh about being scared. Yeah. He's hysterical when you do that. And yes. now it's like new. there's always some new game that they want to play. But it is fun to just see that they're they're little teeny miracles. Yep, they are. I, I don't know why it took being an actual aunt to realize that. That they're well, just... Because you just didn't experience that in any in any form, I guess, no, before now. Because I wasn't around much for Eddie and Grace, my other niece and nephew. They were, you know, on the other side of the world for me. I didn't really get to spend too much time with them. I wasn't around so much for them growing up. And I feel like I get more of an intimate experience with Elliot and now I actually might see a baby come out of a vagina you're not going to be there to why see can't that? I be there what is the big deal Because they only let two people or one other person in the room I mean and how are people Steve. and you don't want to see that I anyway. do because I if if I can see that and handle it I'll be able to give birth <laughs> <laughs> I'm a visual learner <laughs> well there's a two-step thing there to that question that you said or that condition yeah if you can see that and handle it I don't think you're going to handle it I know that's true that's true well then it means I'm not cut out 
for you know what it's labor it isn't obviously it isn't the end of the world type of an experience because women would not have more than one kid if that were true oh god forget about it you i think you guys are just gluttons for punishment birth and you move on and then you know you give birth again i mean some people have 12 babies so yeah and those people are irish and crazy comes out you, you, I say you guys are gluttons for punishment like I'm not a part of the female race. I'm literally holding on to my lady bits thinking about a baby coming out of there. It just... Did you, did you do drugs when you were going through it? Epidural? Did they have that I had back have in the early 1800s? for Emily, so my body didn't cooperate to oh, allow that's her right. to be born, so... You had two C-sections because you're so tiny. I went labor for a very, you know, like 24 hours, and then they <sighs> decided to do a cesarean, and then that was fine. That was okay. But when I got pregnant with you, there was no doubt that I was going to have a cesarean <laughs> delivery for you. So, God, even that. But did you feel that? Feel it? Yeah. What do you mean, feel it? Can you feel them cutting into your gut? With Emily, I did because <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> I was not quite really out and you oh, feel that it wasn't pain but you feel the tugs oh god no okay stop please <laughs> well, i regret the question you asked i regret the question you asked like if as a woman where they're like i want to i'm gonna grin and bear it it's just i would no, be like I give me the said, cocktail at any point i would have said give me as many drugs <laughs> as you can I do not like pain. Give me. Just get this baby born. You know what it's like? Do you remember Teen Wolf? <coughs> I'm allergic to Syracuse. Do you remember Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox? There, you, what you just did remind me of a scene where they're teenagers and they have to go buy alcohol. And he tries to go in a liquor store and tries to talk to the guy. He's like, oh, I'll take a keg of beer. And the old guy's like... Yeah, I'll take an ID. And Michael J. Fox's character doesn't have ID, but he's got these super wolfman powers. So he uses his wolfman powers to convince a guy, and he goes, Give me a keg of beer. <laughs> and he, like, turns into a werewolf yeah. kind, and the guy just, like, gives him a keg yeah. of beer. That's well, what I would be like. That's kind of what it's like when you give birth. <laughs> you want the meds. Kind of what it's like. Kind of what it's like. And now I we're just... just... I didn't... I, I don't know. Uh... It was so many years ago. It, you just don't remember. I, one of the specifics that I remember when Emily was born, which is a funny thing. How many years ago are we going? Like 100 or two? 39. <laughs> Emily was 39 years God old. God damn. But this stuck out in my mind. When you're in labor, they'll only let you like suck on ice cubes. And you can have hard candy to suck on. Why is that? Because... Like in the event choke. that you have to have surgery, they don't want any food on your stomach. They don't want you to be sick. I know, okay. but like, what if a contraction came mid And I don't suck. know if it's still the same now, because this was in olden times, 39 years ago. So I don't know if they still have the same practices. But anyway, I had been sucking on watermelon, like, Jolly Ranchers. Oh, God. I, I, that's all that I wanted was watermelon Jolly Ranchers. And so then when they decided that I had to have surgery... And they had to put me out. Um, and they the and and the anesthesiologist 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 put the stuff in my spine. And oh god, it uh, that was painful. But anyway, put the stuff in your spine. The needle, 
goes in your spine God. between your vertebrae. I feel like we're, anyway. reading, we're reading this right off of WebMD, folks. No, no. <laughs> so, but that made me sick to my stomach. So I have this little pan. Oh, God, what's in the pan? There's, I remember this a little little pan, little barf dish that they oh. have. And uh, he said, oh, because I started vomiting. And he said, oh, my dear, I'm so sorry. What what have what were you eating? And I can remember saying, watermelon sour <laughs> And even just the little Jolly Rancher made you vomit. Just those little. I don't know if they were Jolly Ranchers. That's how sensitive you are. It was like just hard candies. And that still made you vom.com. Yep. This the conversation about it almost made me vom.com. I know. You asked. A weird memory but it's a memory it is it's a good one i don't think i've had any watermelon hard candy since then because <laughs> you do remember tasted version yeah. you have like a, a emotional reaction you know what i'm gonna go get i know what i'm gonna get you for christmas just <laughs> no. a lifetime supply no watermelon no, jolly no, no, ranchers no no, no 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 don't need those i am literally like i don't know how you feel but waiting for this baby to get born it's like every every hour we're asking emily is is she here yet yeah. One more day. Do babies stay in longer? They can. They can go two weeks before their due date, two weeks after oh, their due date. Oh, shit. But usually with today's... Um, Technology? Yeah. They know pretty much. I mean... Isn't it like the weather? They got like a Doppler radar for your puss? I guess. Not you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Elliot's due date was the... 14th and he was born on the 11th and Karina is so they're pretty close Karina is due on the 9th and what's today this is the day I pick this is the 7th but obviously it's, it's the day's not over well it's not over I mean technically it's over at 12 a.m. do you know how time works I'm just gonna say I know do don't you get where oh, do you know can you explain it to me <laughs> <laughs> how does time work oh you know what's so funny is you got sassy with me because I got sassy with you. So you responded to my sassy. <gasps> what is it? What is it? Is it a spider? No. Oh, God, what is it? A tsetse fly, I think. A tsetse fly? <laughs> We're not in Africa. Well, they're imported now. Are they? People ship them over? They yeah. exist in your ghetto? Just some kind of... Isn't it crazy that we'll play this for the babies one day? They get to listen to you talk when they understand what you're saying. What? Because <laughs> I, I can't understand what you're saying. I said, isn't it kind of cool that we can play this for the babies one oh, day? Oh, I think so, too. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, see? You, you'll live in on that's an eternity. I love making those recordable storybooks for the kids. But you I can't get through them because you cry? Well, I try. That's my favorite. I have yours, and you're going to have to re-record it. For some reason, it erased. You, no, it didn't erase. You need to replace the batteries. Oh, I am my father's daughter. How I'm like, this doesn't work. How many times have you listened to I, it? Obviously, every day. <laughs> Look, I didn't, I didn't hear her voice. If you, you guys don't know these things, I got to change the batteries. If you're a parent or somebody who loves somebody, you have to get one of these books. They're What are they called? They're Hallmark. They're pub published by Hallmark. Right. And they are um, storybooks. Classic, classic stories that you can record for the kids. And as you turn the page, you whatever, cry more. whatever the words are that are printed on the page are the words that you read. Now you're going to make me cry. 
So they have good night moon and they have guess how much I love you and to the moon and back. Um, or is that good night moon? That's guess how much I love you. Oh. Um, the night before Christmas. Everyone poops. Frosty the snowman. They don't have everyone how can poops. They re- how can they not have everyone poops? Well, they might eventually, but they don't now. But anyway, um, they're just, I, I think that they're terrific books. I think they're great gifts to give to kids because they can, even when you're not there, and I don't mean when you've gone on to some other existence, I mean just when you're not physically in their homes, you can read that story to them. And I think that that's really cool. Or as a child, you can listen to that story on repeat until you wear the batteries out. And then you say, that's enough of that. (laughs) I don't know. I think those are great gifts. Anybody that um, I've given those books to have always thought that it was the greatest gift that they'd ever gotten. It is. It's special. It's, 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 It's a, I think it's a necessary gift to give to a kid. Or your grown-ass daughter. Or your grown-ass daughter. I just had to change the batteries. I'm like, her voice is gone. <laughs> her voice is gone from the book. No, there you cannot, um, <laughs> from what I understand, you can't remove the recording unless you record over it. That's some demonic shit. So if if it won't read to you anymore, then you just need to replace the batteries. And the inside cover of the book tells you how to do that. If it won't read to you anymore, you just have to replace the batteries. Is that that feel like I can give you those instructions for yourself? Like you've stopped reading to me, so I just need to replace your batteries? Whatever, Jess. (laughs) Make it so difficult. (laughs) What What was I like? If you could describe me as a kid to somebody now, how would you describe me as a kid? What was I like? Precocious? God, I hate that word. Well, as a as an infant and toddler, you were as an infant you were very laid back. You were not you were a very easy baby to take care of. I was? You weren't fussy at all. You were happy. When you started when you began to be able to move around, that was when your All hell broke loose. <laughs> When your curiosity became very evident. What was I curious about? Everything. And I had to put things up high. You would always get into my wallet and take all my credit cards and everything (laughs) out. And everything would be on the floor and it would be a mess. (laughs) As a kid, I took your credit cards? You'd get into the cupboard and you'd get out the sugar and flour and pretend you were making stuff. So I had to rearrange my cupboards. To, I remember to taking put everything out, out of reach. All your pots and pans yep. and rearranging and then putting it. Did I put them back? Yeah, she st- you, but you'd still do that today, <laughs> which is really irritating. <laughs> Every time I open the refrigerator, I said, oh, oh, okay. Well, I usually have that on that other shelf, but. <laughs> I, have, I have had this like just insatiable uh, desire to rearrange shit. I don't know what it is. Well, it's really irritating when you come here and rearrange my shit, shit because you... I arrange it the way I want it. Well, you know, I'm your daughter, so well, uh, it's just I'm I'm the improved model. Just correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Did I rearrange everything in your house? When yes, I you, went? Mom. Oh. I would like to say every apartment you've ever come to. Only your kitchen cupboards. <laughs> I and that I do for you know 
ease of use. <laughs> You've literally rearranged my entire kitchen. But it needed to be done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would not have had to do it if it hadn't needed to be done. Na- uh, uh, Natalie, my roommate, and I, my old roommate and I were talking about that time you came. And she was like, your mom came for two days. She left and she rearranged the entire kitchen and made it better. <laughs> yeah. Can't lie about that. What, el- know, what else was I like besides rearranging all of your products? When did you, now? Did you, you were ever very loving, very um, sensitive, considerate? Did I play well Sweet. with kids, or was I a little? Was I a loner? Like, did I play by myself in my room, or was I? Did I have like? Was I social? You're was very I like social. S- serial killer burning. But you also ants? played by yourself a lot, and messed up your room a lot. I remember definitely making a mess. I was in the mud a lot with animals. Yeah. Not like real animals. Dirt and... Tomboyish. Yeah, yeah. Now now knowing what I do for a living and seeing what I've developed into, did you... Was there anything indicating that I'd become that w- w- a worldwide were, success? When, <laughs> <laughs> when you were digging in the dirt? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. There was not anything about that. that. Um... <laughs> Was there anything about me digging in the dirt that made you believe I'd become such a phenomena? One particular day, I do remember. Oh, God, here we go. It's like, memory of the corners of a mind. Um, I was cleaning out your closet, trying to put all of your pretty ponies together and your Mapletown characters together because you, you just every always had everything all thrown in. I did. I didn't organize didn't, it the way you were wanted. You not organized, and I'm too anal. I couldn't let that pass. So I was <laughs> in your closet trying to make some sense out of it, and I got a call from the school. Oh, God. And they had said that um, they wanted me to come in and talk to them because your test results indicated that you your IQ was very high and that they wanted to recommend um, that you would go into the gifted program. Sounds and like I'm a Ponzi there, scheme. I'm there thinking, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. Is this? Are you talking about Jessica? I'm trying to sort out her Mapletown folks from her pretty ponies, and she, you're telling me she's gifted. So that was a shocker. Oh, and I went, you know what? I don't know if I've ever talked about that on the podcast. I went to a gifted school. A gifted program. That was, it was, I remember it was fascinating. Well, they, they, they had a different course of study and a different way of um, dealing with kids that had some special skills and special talents and, you know, IQs that were higher than the average kid. Audrey's calling. Sorry, Audrey. Too bad. Don't get it off of that. What is that noise? The speaker. Oh, we got to turn up. Oh, you got your Bluetooth speaker. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. We just hung up on your friend. So, um, yeah, and they they allowed the kids to be kind of a little weird. Yeah, well, they you did didn't allow us to be weird. You didn't have to conform with you know specific things. You weren't there for five days a week. It was wasn't it one day? I think it was two days. It was Monday. One day or two days a yeah. week that you went there and just had um, different experiences, different learning experiences. We had classes that were like kind of like that movie we like watched, ast- Gifted Astrology. We had astrology. We had Greek literature and mythology. 
We had English literature. And didn't you have like some math or or? We had well, I fucking failed at that. Yeah, I mean, like that movie. Do math. Sorry. <laughs> was not gifted in the math department whatsoever. No, I had a tutor well, had through a good, high school. You, you you had you had the concept of math at an early age. You just didn't like it. I didn't it didn't yeah, it didn't do anything. I didn't have didn't like didn't make sense to you at no. all. No. But we had you know we had an acting class, Mr. Bajali. I'll never forget him. I might be butchering his name. If, do, do you remember his name, Mr. Bajali? Bajali, I don't remember that name, but He was like one of the first gay guys I think I ever knew and he just would let us do, you know, we become the, become the creature like he just would let us do whatever and then we literally had like a 10 minute gym class they were like all right just run around in a circle and let's get back and learn about yeah, but I, dumb know, beetles i think it was a good experience it might not have been done the right way and they don't have that anymore now because of course of funding education they don't have anything like that 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 answers the the needs of kids that are special on that spectrum but, uh, you know, you were a teacher, don't you think, having sat through multiple classrooms that kids, that our education system needs to be a little bit adjusted? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Especially kids, since you're in the presence of a gifted <laughs> student. Please look me in the eye when you talk to me. Have some respect. Well, there, <coughs> there are many kids that are gifted and that don't come from um, the financial resources for them to be able to go into programs and, and areas of study yeah. that allow that whatever skill and talent and knowledge they have that allow that to be expanded and developed. Incubated and all that. And they're sometimes just labeled weird. Yep. Sometimes antisocial. And they just don't bloom. So, oh. so having gifted programs and that having me people that understand... That kids learn differently um, is good for people, for all of us, because those are the people that are going to discover the cure for cancer and all different kinds of things. You're so. sitting in the presence of one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may not have a cure for cancer. But let's just say that laughter definitely combats it. So laughter I'm close. is definitely, without laughter, nothing can be good. Right. And sometimes the last people have who are suffering through cancer is laughter. I was trying to think. Um, Don't cry, wait, Mom. I'm not crying. Son of a bitch. I was trying to think what it was that you and I got laughing about on the way to the gym. Because that's what we do when we're together. <laughs> we... I don't know if you do it with other people or what? not. I do it with Joanne Bigness. I do it with a couple of different people, Audrey maybe, in my life, where <laughs> we think that something is so goddamn hysterical that we cannot stop laughing. Was it the guy crossing the street? It wasn't the guy crossing the street. I can't remember. What the hell was it? it? was. Was the it? driver? No. The dri- I was the driver, Mom. What are no, you talking the, about? The driver of that car in front of us. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Don't, there, you, don't no. even, you don't remember what it, it was. Wasn't, there wasn't a car in front of us, Ma. It was road-related. Was it on the way when we were going down on the way Bear to the Street? Mm-hmm. 
We were dying. We were just dying we were laughing. Dying, laughing. And I don't, right now, I don't remember what it is. But that's, that's the thing that I absolutely love when we're together. We do laugh we hard. that laughing that we cannot stop. Well, it's like the time we laughed that hard. It was when dad got stuck in the ocean six inches of water. And he, he thought he was in the, the depths of the sea. And he kept washing up on shore. And you you were keeled over at the hip, holding your weight up on your <laughs> knees and hanging on to me, dragging me down because you could not stop laughing. Stop laughing. You were just, you were hysterical. We both were hysterical. I know, but I could get right back into that hysterical laughing just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. He was just rolling over and over and over in, in six inches, if that, of ocean water. With this look of abject horror oh, on God. his face every he, time he rolled over he looked like he was circled by sharks <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know whatever it was that we were laughing at i don't sometimes either. the memory just needs to live in the moment you know well i don't remember what it was but it was hysterical we always do have those moments where we laugh hysterically so i mean i know we do we do we're lucky and that's a fun thing and that I think is one of the best, one of the best things that you can do for your health is laugh is to have those kinds of laughs. Yeah, you need that to really enjoy something that's funny and laugh about it. Yeah, because I think it it it's just uh, promotes overall well being and health in your sar- in your heart and your soul your soul your work and your wart and your horn. <laughs> I sound cackly. <laughs> we, I get my cackle from you. Nope. I also get my stubborn and desire to rearrange it. cabinets from you as well. Yeah. And there you have it. Yeah. You're a grandma now. Yep. You'll live on forever. Maybe. 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 It's possible. Well. It's possible in as much of the um, imprint that you leave with your children and your grandchildren. That's that's how you live on. Oh, God, now I'm going to cry. It's, I don't mean imprint from my hand slapping you. I mean... What you did and you saved me. You saved my soul. <laughs> I don't know why I'm smacking you. <laughs> the THC, Nance, just smack it out of my system. <laughs> You know, as a mother, sometimes you need to smack your child. Smack them? Yeah. Yeah. And you do that well. You hit me like you knew how to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say. What were we laughing about in the car? I don't know. (sighs) God. Well, at least we had the moment. But... I love those I love those times when we do when we do things like that or when I have that experience with you or with a couple of my friends it's like oh my god it's such a great laugh it is it's amazing it's a great relief it is and you cry or you release, cry laughing I guess yeah wet your pants I couldn't even drive and the car tears. I remember that much <laughs> I was at a stop sign for a much longer time than I should have been healed over <laughs> Not even looking. Right. <laughs> I, and we don't even, we right don't even know remember why. what it was. It doesn't matter. We had the moment. We shared it. That's all that matters. Yep. All right, Mom. Well, you got to make me dinner. 
Okay. It's, I think it's about ready. I did my part. Fucking better be. I'm starving. Where's the meatloaf? It w- <laughs> <laughs> I got potato salad. I'll do. Okay. I love you. I love you too, babe. Okay, now just go Bye. make dinner. Hi. Alright. Uh, I'd like a keg of beer, please. You don't say. Yeah, uh, how much is that? Your ID, Sonny. You little bastard just won't give up, will you? Listen, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? Give me a keg 